Alright, well, welcome back to another episode of The Men of the Machine, where my best friend and I try to convince you that what we say has any sort of importance in your life. Of course, you're two sexy hunk of men meet hosts here. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. And we have got one of my better friends along for the ride today, and he is here to my left. I'm Phil. Yes. <laughs> He's a new member of the Gifted Punctures team. Yeah. We're like... Possibly a 1% member. (laughs) Uh, He will be on every few episodes as often as we can make his schedule fit, and uh, he is the master editor, because I apparently suck, despite my best efforts. I mean, I wouldn't say that publicly, but all right, that's fine. No, it's all right. I've got Philip to fill in the spot so that doesn't have to worry about it. All right, so today... 100% agree with what you said so far. (laughs) So today we are going to be talking about a lot of good stuff, Uh, some bad things. I've got a few stories to share. And it's basically 2016, a year in review. Lots of movies, lots of music, life events. Uh, I'm sure some cool stuff has happened in comics that Patrick will fill me in on. And I've gotten better. I've learned some stuff this year. I mean, yes. I, I, will, I, I have a little bit to talk about. I mean, there are also some things that make me want to kill myself. Just to jump okay, into that. so again, some good, some bad, some highs, some lows. Uh, yeah, and overall, how we feel it went, because everybody knows this year was kind of a shitty year depending on your stance on certain issues <laughs> but yes okay yes uh the current well the the incoming president makes me want to kill myself and yeah. like <laughs> but let's not get political right now let's slide that yeah. out of it overall i feel like that was implied so, uh, you, you <laughs> the ball. i didn't hit the ball no but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's fair enough but overall uh, you know, some shouts out to uh, many phenomenal celebrities that unfortunately have passed, especially just recently, two major ones. So in general, a lot to talk about. And uh, I mean, we can start anywhere you guys want. Uh... I mean, okay. The thing I will say first is that for everybody talking about how shitty 2016 was, I was like, granted, the last two days notwithstanding, like, I mean... I, as a general, I mean, like, I started the first podcast with Kevin Cardinal, Gifted Punksters. I started this podcast with you. Like, so, like, that right there, the, the premise of two things in my life that are bringing me joy at this point are those <laughs> two things. So, like... And those will I, keep going for years to come, in in theory. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, and also, for that matter, like, my niece was born, which makes me very excited because I plan to groom her into, like, a nerd goddess. <laughs> You started pretty aggressively, so that's good. Once again, I mean, like, I I actually have a Snapchat video because I bought her at because we'll I guess we'll talk more in detail later. But you and I went to New York Comic Con, and the last day when I was by myself, um, I bought her this little uh, gizmo from Gremlins, like Mogwai plush, mm-hmm. um, that I almost had to fight somebody for. Like, I was just like, I was trying to buy comics, and I, I was like, I was sitting next to me, and somebody picked it up and started looking at it. And I was just like, I swear to God, if that person doesn't put it the fuck down, I'm gonna hurt them. Um, but I brought it back to her. And it makes perfect sense because she's an actual gremlin. Like, she is, like, 20% of the time, she is really, like, adorable. Hold on, I gotta and show Phil some pictures she's of her. She's just fucking, like, a little rage monster from hell. Dude, I mean, not that it'd be appropriate for a little uh, little girl, but I bought uh, I bought Kevin the Sex Criminals uh, comics. Yeah, that is amazing. See, I told, <laughs> I told you I heard somewhere it is, like, that funny it's a really good honest, story. I was like, yeah, no, like, this guy's got like a, a spirit animal coming out of his cock. I gotta get this for Kevin. <laughs> this is this in is the like, baby. So Patrick's niece, she is a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> I 
no, she's adorable, but she's just a little rage monster. Like the pictures I have of her, like just being normal and placid. Those are those like the those are, like the random pictures. Like most of the things I had to like fight past her being like ah <laughs> for no apparent reason for. Like the other night, like with her, like, her parents, like she just kept screaming the whole time, and they gave her to me, and then she was completely calm, and I was just like, I mean, rage knows rage. Like, <laughs> uh, so yeah. You've had some cool things. Uh, Phil, Phil, anything amazing happened this year? Obviously, I can think of two pretty big ones right off the go for you. Oh, well, I mean, I mean my wife is having a baby. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a pretty big thing. Chelsea's um, what, five months now? Five months pregnant? Oh, she's over six. What? She's, I think she's over six. No, because no, the baby's doing, yeah, yeah, the baby's doing April. So. I don't know why I was thinking 12 months. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> Pregnancy is about 12 months for everybody who doesn't know. Well, we're talking about a year in a view, you know, 12 months a year. <laughs> Thinking halfway, I don't even actually um, do the math in my head, you know? Yep, yep, that um, was obviously the biggest. I would understand how everything else is kind of... There's a lot of TV better. shows also this year that were big Yeah, I want to do a whole... Yeah, I want to do a whole section based on TV, a whole section based on Stranger movies. Stranger Things so. was this year? Oh my god, Stranger <laughs> Things. He's a bitch. Huh? He's stealing my thunder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll come around to it. Westworld, if anybody hasn't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I have not picked up on that yet, but eventually it I'll is. get into that. Have you watched that, Pat? It's worth it. It's I'm worth sure it. it I don't have HBO. So I'm not. I'm not a huge West Western guy, but like it's it's oh, wait, got Westworld. I, yeah. thought you said, I thought you said Spice World. I was confused. Westworld, <laughs> yes. You have seen I've it. I've seen the first half. I've first seen the first half. half. Okay. When you get to the end, it's like mind bending, and you're like, oh sure. my god. Um, <laughs> is actually like I've actually been trying to get um, Cardinal on Gifted Punksters to do um, an AI episode. Because it's something that always fascinated me. And when I started watching Westworld, it like, sparked a thing in my brain again. Of like, Because there was one time, I've told the story before, but there was one time I literally was up all night thinking about the actual moral implications of replicants in Blade Runner. Because that's what my brain does. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I couldn't <laughs> handle the conundrum in my mind. I have a hard time remembering what's the first half and second half. So I'll just say, like, at least towards the second half of the show, there's a lot of like, Fight Club. Oh. oh my God! Like, did I? What did I just watch? Yeah, because like, characters aren't. Yeah, I mean that's the whole point of the show is robots are people, and you don't know what's what. And what I've also that. heard the director. I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's very known for going like, you know, well, yeah, out of the, yeah, like yeah. it's uh, it's Christopher Nolan's brother. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, recap because obviously you guys know each other pretty well, but not like as close as I know either of you. If you, it's absurd the knowledge that Patrick has for. Who wrote, who directed, who produced, who starred, whose cousin got jerked off by that guy who was in that movie once in college? No, it's ridiculous. Well, ask her because my knowledge is like none. Yeah, like, no, no. Uh, the president, you know, the guy with the with the toupee, he yeah. got he got he got hired. Who's that me. guy? They do six degrees of. I just I'm can't gonna say hired from now on as president because elected uh, is a strong word. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yes. If you're ever like, hey, who is that one person that had some association? Patrick knows it. It's phenomenal. Um, but yeah, before we get into <coughs> entertainment, uh, me, oh, so the other thing I was thinking of that Phil didn't mention was we, me and him both moved to mm-hmm. Eastern Connecticut, like far East. Well, and I moved to Virginia all in the same year. Yeah. So. I moved away from Patrick, which I'm sorry, Patrick, that was not my, I used to live, uh, within 20 minutes of Patrick. We worked together for a while. Um, no. So yeah, we moved. So my year was, was pretty action packed. Well, thanks to the new technology that came out this year called Internet and Skype. Yeah, just brand new. <laughs> brand new Hot off year. the tracks. We can talk. Um, yeah, I, I've gone through three jobs this year, which is pretty cool to think of. I've moved into a new apartment closer to Phil and Chelsea, 
and my wife got diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. So just oh, that, was this year? that was this year, January 3rd of this year. So much happened. No, yeah, that happened very be- January 3rd of this year. We got back from visiting family in, uh, in New York, and she was feeling really shitty and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I wanted to tell a quick story. Sorry, about- I told her I'm going to beat her out and get yep. type 2. He did say that. I was thinking of doing it, too, and then our family would run the t- table as far as diabetes is concerned. I, but- I eat enough sugar that I could probably <laughs> do it. But yeah, start the story on start the podcast on a downer. So if you don't want to feel sad, skip ahead a little bit. I wanted to tell you guys a story about what happened two nights ago with me and Franny. I don't know if she told Chelsea and it filled you in. So type one diabetes is way different from type two. Type two is basically you eat really unhealthily and your body can't keep up with the amount of sugar you're pumping in. Your pancreas is having trouble and stuff like that. Uh, and your body doesn't store it. That's like a pathetic disease that why did you get this? No offense to her. No, yeah, no offense to anybody <laughs> that's got type 2 out there. But it's like, I hope you get better. <laughs> like the, the, the diagnosis and like the treatment for that is, hey, exercise. If it's really bad, take insulin and you can usually get ahead of it. Type yeah, 1. I enough that I could probably get type 2. <laughs> yeah. Type 1 is an autoimmune disease that attacks your pancreas and basically shuts it down. And for how bad sugar is, it's 100% vital to your body staying coherent and alive. So a few nights ago, like I said, I don't know if Chelsea heard this and gave it on to Phil, but a few nights ago, um, we went, you know, went to bed at 10 o'clock or whatever to normal night, get ready for work the next morning. And Franny woke me up at about 12 o'clock that day, at like 12 a.m. So in the morning, and she couldn't like comprehend she was having trouble like communicating with me and obviously i was like strokish yeah like bad and i didn't know what was going on so i kind of like looked at her and all i heard was i need or i need a drink or something like that and i and it's come to the point where i know when her sugar is getting low so what happens is whether you take too much insulin or you haven't eaten anything sugary your blood glucose goes down and that is way more dangerous than your blood glucose going up so, like, the healthy range is from 80 to 150, but, like, from 150 to, like, 350, you're in, like, a relative safe range, and you can correct it and get healthier. But from 80 to zero is, mathematically, obviously much smaller. And um, so I freaked out. I didn't know what the hell was going on. She couldn't, She like, her eyes were closed. Her body was, like, hunched over. She couldn't move. Her speech was really impaired. I, like, woke up immediately went we we live on the third store where we sleep on the third story of our house so i like sh- shot down the stairs almost fell down the stairs because i was like in like a sleepy stupor got her some pineapple juice and as silly as it sounds that that's what it takes it's just you need sugar so people like write that off as like oh you're feeling shitty here's a snickers bar what's you'll that, be fine um, like that's not how it is at all patrick you know what's the movie where they do the experiment and it's, they're all in jail and they it's like normal people go to jail and uh Shit, I can't remember the the actor. Adrian but, Brody. Huh? Adrian Brody. Maybe. Big nose. <laughs> Big broken nose. He's a. Uh, I don't know. There's a dude with diabetes in it. Anyways, he like they. He doesn't. He they do a Con Air. They, no, they do a screening because that happens. No, no, no. Because <laughs> that do, happens in Con Air. Con Air <laughs> well, this is this is like a whole experiment where they go to jail and they're not allowed to do certain things. They're being watched on camera the whole time. They're all volunteers and they get screened to do this. They're not supposed to have medical problems, and this one guy lies about it, hmm. and he's got diabetes or whatever. But anyways, like he starts going into shock and stuff, and they finally realize it, and they're helping him out. But like the people watching the experiment don't do anything; like they That's don't help at it. all. They basically see how jail, yeah. like total isolation, will affect people. Well, I did not leave Franny to hang there. Like I was yeah, watching. So, um, yeah, I ran downstairs. I got uh, the juice for her, and she had like food and like. 
watching her try to get through that. Obviously, I was just, like partially asleep, but it was it was terrifying to see her like that. We've never we've since she got diagnosed have just treated it as another you know thing to take care of and move on with our day. So this was like the first legit scare. This was like the first terrifying moment that holy shit, this could kill her. So uh, Phil, he's trying to show you the picture. I'm you, to show Brody. Adrian Brody. Oh yeah, it's coming in. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the guy. Um. So anyways, long story short, she took it and like half hour later, she finally was like able to move and check her blood sugar. And she was at a 48, which by the way, anything under 40 and is you go into a coma. So, or uh, uh, what they call it something. I can't remember the exact scientific term for it, but anyways, so I can only imagine that was 30 minutes later after she had taken stuff. So I can only imagine what she was at when she was trying to get my attention. Like just trying to wrap my head around if she couldn't have gotten my attention and I wake up at six in the morning to my wife cold next to me freaked me the fuck out. I could, oh my God, I, I, that was hands down the worst night of my life. So for all the good stuff we're about to talk about, I had <laughs> arguably the shittiest year when it comes to like my comfort level with my wife being healthy. Oh, it was awful. Ho oh, ho, it was crazy. So, but we're ahead of it. She's gotten on a sensor now. We're getting back into the groove, and uh, we're going to try to start having a family. And everything's, t- next year is going to be amazing. But last year was, it was hot. It was a hot way to live. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Woo. So, if- I mean, the reason that I started, mo- I mean, okay, basically a big part of the reason, I mean, I guess it was, it was that I wanted to do it forever, but, like, the main reason that, like, I, like, kind of pushed, because even Cardinal said, like, he's just, like, the podcast wouldn't happen if you hadn't pushed for it so hard. Because he's like, I, I wanted to do it. He's like, I wanted to do it, obviously, too, for a long time. But it was the fact that you kept pushing for it that kind of finally, like, it's the reason it happened. Like, you basically willed it into being. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it, the reason it started is I needed an outlet after I broke up with my now ex-girlfriend for the second time. Yep. So it's like, from like, a like, see, yours is definitely way worse. But like, <laughs> like there was definitely, like, it's like, uh, have you ever seen the movie Kids in the Hall, Brain Candy, which nobody has. I don't know nope. that. Definitely have uh, um, but like when uh, the guys just like like there was good times, there was shit times. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like that's the thing is I'm just like, I mean, I feel like every year, I mean, you're gonna have like shit really happen, yeah. happen, really awesome shit happen. I mean, you just kind of have to like look at the best possible scenario that you possibly like, like, and, like sift through it and see what the best I mean, like, like they're never doing saying like it's like 2016 is horrible because like all these celebrities are dying i'm like first of all that's called doing cocaine in the 80s <laughs> second of all i was just like or, or cancer which is also horrible but don't get me wrong but yeah but well, yeah it's like uh at work i heard that so someone was like oh, yeah there's a drug ring on the base around here that heroin is going around and i guess that's the latest and greatest i'm like the latest and greatest. How do you describe heroin? These are not the terms we want to use to stop this behavior. Yeah, it's like that's like that's like. Have you seen Walk Hard? Dewey, you don't want this. It makes you feel good. It makes you happy. It's like, uh, that's absurd. Well, it's just like it's not. There's nothing new. Also, it's like they describe it like it's this new drug that no one's ever heard of. Yeah, it's like, yeah we're going back to like, yeah, yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers. They almost all died on it. Heroin's been around for a long time, people. Whoa, wait, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay, John Frusciante and Anthony Kiedis almost died. And Flea did heroin. I don't know how bad it got. Uh, with, without Wait, them, would there be a Red Hot Chili Peppers? No, Red Hot Chili Peppers always Yeah, died it's the whole heroin. band. It's the whole band, Patrick. Don't take this from me. <laughs> <laughs> and Actually, also, in fairness, if like, it had killed them after Blood Sugar Sex Magic, I'd be okay with hey, that. Hey, listen, I know you're not the biggest fan of Stadium Arcadium, but I... 
absolutely love Stadium Arcadium. Phenom just, hey, leave it at that. I see your face. Bring it down. We'll just continue on with the conversation. All right, are you ready to get back to 2016? Yes, now that so, this okay. Rant about Bring it back. <laughs> Uh, 2016, we can talk about many things. Do you want to start with? Because I would like to talk about some personal events. Me and Patrick went to Comic-Con. That was amazing! And he already talked about, on his other podcast, Gifted Punksters. Philip needs to listen to it. Everyone else needs to. But we can talk about that a little bit. I want to talk... There's a bunch of new technology that came out. There's a bunch of amazing technology. There's all the Marvel movies that are pretty good. All the DC movies that I personally loved. I know Patrick did as well. There's... Why the hell did Marvel get be pretty good? And then it was like, DC is Listen, amazing. listen. For me this year, just this guy, I liked DC's outing more than Marvel's this year. True, right? Okay. That's, whoa, Suicide whoa, Squad, whoa. I was a big fan. There's a lot of people who Except, did not like Suicide Squad. I loved it, obviously. Yeah, that's... Okay. I liked it a lot. Yeah, Patrick was a big fan. I was yeah. a huge fan. I'm not in any way, that's what I'm saying, but I was just like... You have civil fucking... No, 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 no. Okay, yes. Doctor fucking Strange. Listen. Like, eh, okay, okay. okay. Doctor Strange, yeah, I'll give it to you. Doctor civil Strange War, was cool. I was actually not the biggest See? fan. okay, now let me defend myself. Civil War, like, at least, like, three or four times, okay. and you'll start to like it more. No, no, <laughs> let me... Yeah, let watch me... it a hundred times, so I remember how you like it so much. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was okay when I first saw it, and then, like, I watched it when I got it at home, and I was like, oh, actually, like, oh, no, that's not true. First, I watched it uh, with Kevin Cardinal in the theater... Then I watched it with you in the theater. Mm. Then I got it. Uh, then Kevin and I um, got through perfectly legal means a uh, copy of it. Obviously, we watched. Then we watched, um, and I was like, "Okay, I like." And then, like, I didn't watch it again until uh, the well, Blu-ray came out. The whole the movie. Came, I watched it three more think, times. Yeah, the whole movie made me think of a kid though that's having like a tantrum. Like it's like <laughs> just like pick a side, you know. So so like, let me yeah let me say my point here for Civil War because I listened to all the podcasts, including your specifically Civil War one, your Suicide Squad one, and then one other one after that that was superhero-based that you brought up Civil War. Batman, and we did Doctor Strange. No, no, I know you did Batman. That was the very first podcast yeah. you guys ever did. It was amazing. Um, No, so, yes, the more you watched it, you have gotten, I've like, your rhetoric on that movie has just grown over time, which is awesome, and I've seen it twice now, so obviously I don't have the same. First time I seen it, I walked out of the movie theater literally like, eh, like, not even, that was good. I was like, whatever. I mean, yeah, the the fight scene, obviously one of the best fight scenes in any Marvel movie. That was, with Ant-Man was hilarious, Spider-Man was great. It was, okay, that's not what I'm talking about. The whole movie, though, like Philip said, felt like bickering, and it felt like what? bitchiness. This is the first one that's like I feel like is not meant to le make you leave the theater happy. It's the first one to make you be like, it's the first one that's trying to hurt you. And that's the thing, is like you can't get mad at them for that. No, no. Like, and I feel like when when Infinity War comes out and addresses this more, or Thor might even address it a little bit, or whatever else, as stuff continues to come out and addresses it, I feel like my opinion will change as I watch I the transition through. But as of right now, for this year, 2016, it's middle of the pack from superhero movies for I me. will also say that like Iron Man, so I, I haven't read a lot of the comics. I haven't read many comics at all, actually. But Iron Man, it's how, true. How the they, Killing Joke is still yeah. here because I let you borrow it and you still <laughs> haven't read it, and it's my one of my favorites of all time. How they built up Iron Man in the movies was not as this guy who would lay down and just decide he's gonna follow what the government wants, and that's exactly what he did in the movie, though. He's like, yeah, what? we should follow the government's guidelines. The, it like, was an emotional pull, though. It reached they made, up your asshole, grabbed your heart, and just started tugging on but it. But like the premise that they started with Tony Stark was that he didn't like the government. 
Well, that's the thing. No, because I think if you actually pay attention to like his arc, that's because the thing I liked about this movie was the first one where they were like flat out like, we don't care about new fans. Like, this is for people who have been watching this for ten years. If you haven't been watching it for ten years, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, um, the thing, if you go back to the first Iron Man, that's basically like, literally what exactly happened. Is like once he's faced with what he does. He always course corrects because it's like that's the whole reason he became Iron Man. Basically, he like he ends up in the desert, almost killed by one of his own weapons, with a bunch of people who he was just riding with who were killed by his weapons. And he was like, "Holy fuck, what have I been doing with my life? Like, I need to fucking clean up. I need to be better. I need to be a fucking like. I need to make a suit and fucking fight people. Like, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. So this, so this movie with him being like when Alfred Woodard is like talking to him after he's already dealt with the Ultron thing and the Avengers thing, it's like he's just finally at a point where he's just like. Maybe I'm not doing a good job as a good guy. Like, maybe, like, maybe, like, somebody needs to fucking tell me what to do. Because like, clearly I'm not doing it well. So he's so so like the like, rest of the world with New Year's re- resolutions. Yeah. Like he just, like, does it for a month and then he's like, shit. Like, huh. he, then he goes downhill and then the next New Year's he's like, fuck, I gotta clean this mess up. And then he, like, does it yeah. again. That's the whole thing. It's like the thing about, like, the, the thing I like that they did in uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because in the comics, like, Tony was always kind of like the James Bond of the Marvel Universe, which was, I'd never liked. Mm-hmm. And then, like, as soon as Downey did it, where he made him kind of, like, like this far from just, like, fucking full-blown, like, fucking just spitting out of control. Where it's, like, that's the thing. It's, like, it makes kind of... It makes sense. Like, it's, like it was, like... And also, the thing is... It's also the thing that's funny. is like, um... Because since I, like, grew up on the comics, like, when, like, this... When they did the actual Civil War in the comics, I was, the I was like, totally Team Cap. So I'm, like... It's, like, A, he's Captain fucking America... And B, I'm like, it's civil liberties. Like as a like a punk rock anarchist kid. Like of course I'm gonna be back from that guy. And then like, when I saw them like right before the movie came out, like that day there was a little like a Snapchat filter where it was just like Civil War I'm with, and then it was like it was blank. And um, basically anyone like Justin who's walking by right now who had like Iron like Team Iron Man on their things, I was like, I hate you, and we're not friends anymore. <laughs> like I was just like, and then like I watched the movie and I'm like. I'm still like team cap, like as a team, but like when it actually comes down to it, I was very much on Tony's side at the very end of the movie. So the fact yeah, that managed the to do final that, scene, the very not the very final scene, but the final fight scene between Iron Man, Captain America, and the Winter Soldier is like the most heart wrenching fight scene. Like obviously the action was phenomenal, but I legitimately got sad for Robert Downey Jr. I was like, oh no, no, the, and the fact that Cap stood up for him still. It was still like, no, man, you don't understand. It was a different time. It's like, yes, it was a different time. But that son of a bitch still murdered his parents. What's the thing? That's the thing about, like, I do like they've kind of stuck with for Steve. It's in the comics. And it's like, where basically he's the guy who really, I mean, because he is often right, really believes he's always right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, even in that moment, it was actually him being kind of the most human he's ever been. Where he's just like, it's clearly, I feel like if, if it was anybody else, he would have been like... No, fuck this guy. Like, this guy but like, because it's yeah. his best friend, it's yeah. the first time he's kind of coloring with emotion where he's just like... I gotta say... It's, it's, like, it's like when they're, they're riding, like they're flying in the Quinjet and he's like, Bucky, it wasn't your fault. And he's like, I know, but I did it. Like, yeah, for being best friends, I'll say he puts up with a lot of shit because I don't know if you remember, at least in the movies, his best friend basically said, don't try to, don't try to join the military. You don't have what it takes. You don't do this. Don't do that. And he like basically tries to talk about it doing anything that he wants to do. And then he does it anyways, and then he never sees his best friend again, and then he, again, puts everybody, of, like, behind his best friend. He's like, my ah, best friend is everything. I got problems with Cat. <laughs> I got mad problems with Cat. Chris Evans is a hunk, but I got mad problems with Cat. 
All right, so we're obviously stuck on movies right now, so let's continue with that. Because I said that's not my favorite, I'm going to list my favorite, If and correct me for which ones I miss. Hands down, best superhero movie this year was Deadpool. So, so good. It was hilarious. The action seeds were phenomenal. The villain was weak, but he was supposed to be because it's Deadpool. You can't do anything against Deadpool. Colossus was funny. The main woman was badass. Like, that movie... So good. So before we talk about that, my he, second... He needed that movie, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially after Green Lantern. Hey, sh- just come on, man. We don't talk about that. So <laughs> so that was that. My second favorite was Suicide Squad. Don't care what anyone says. It was a fun movie. Do I admit it was, like, the best written, the best acted, the best this and that? Which it did actually have really good actors. Loved it. Loved Jared Leto as the Joker. Not just because I love Jared Leto, as is very evident. I am a freak for him. But not the point. Um, I thought he was legitimately terrifying, and I thought his, like, actions and mannerisms were very fitting to what I picture the Joker to be, very, like, loose and, like, personal, but then at the same time will shoot you right in your face like he does to Common. Um, he was a very modern-day Yeah, yeah, I, I thought for know? the <laughs> times, it was appropriate, which me and Patrick talked about this on our last podcast. If you don't like, because there's people who had a huge shit show with it, if you don't like this version of the Joker... Just go watch The Dark Knight over and over again and get your dick hard there. Because this worked for me. Which Heath Ledger did an amazing job with The Joker, don't get me wrong. One of the best actor actors for The Joker, I thought. Yeah, down. it was great. But it was a different Joker. And you exactly. Really compare exactly. That's it, what I'm saying. It's they're like, not the same movie. They're not the same motive. They're not the same anything. It's exactly. just they're The Joker. It's, 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 it's why like, I was talking to Kevin about when I did when I, our, uh, our Cardinal um for our 2016 thing where it's like my thing isn't like the reason like or no it was i can't remember what the fuck we were talking about i think it was actually 2016 one but i can't remember but anyway it was like the reason i was talking about like um i'm more accepting like when i was a kid but oh no, it was a start man episode never mind we hadn't happened yet um it's like when i was a kid like i was into batman because like of the movies or whatever and then i watched them as an adult who was in reading comics from that point and i was it made me want to kill myself i'm like holy fuck like this is not at all batman and then I saw Batman Begins. I'm like, this is what I picture. Like, this is like literally Christopher Nolan was like, "Hey, Pat, what'd you like to see in a Batman movie?" And he made that movie. <laughs> How you doing, champ? What would you like? Dude, I find that and, like, like just so, looking like, at the I... comics. Yeah, Christopher <laughs> like, Nolan's version fits just in general across the board. Which also the Telltale the Telltale yeah, series that I made Patrick start playing. Like, um, okay, continue, Patrick. I'm sorry, I could go for an hour, but you go. But but like, but now that I have that, like, I am more down to kind of let. To kind of like just let other things exist. Yeah, you've got your perfect world. Exactly. It's like when I got like everything I wanted the way I wanted it. I don't care like what they do. <laughs> That's why I watch Gotham and even people are like, it's like because Kevin has like a shit fit about like how it doesn't follow the comics. I'm like, but honestly, like you do like what like, I don't know. I like I can't. Yeah, say- well, then you could say which comic because there's so many different versions of everything. It's just like it's just like, like another. 80. comic. Yeah, so, Batman's been around since what the 30, 40s? Yeah, they have the seventy fifth anniversary. I think two years. Hot ago. damn! Yeah. That's yeah. I get time. mad when when none of the comics have Mister Freeze. You know, and not every comic has Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> as Mister Freeze. You know? That is the only Mister Freeze that is we want to see. Standard. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, it's just like I once I I'm more accepting. Yeah, I, the thing that made me realize it was uh, the said ex girlfriend. Like one time we were watching. Um, the Tim Burton Batman. Ugh, love and it. First time I watched that since the Nolan movies come out, and I was like, I'm actually not hating this right now. And at first I was like, I was like, I can't tell if it's just because I'm with you and I'm happy, or if it's just because I'm like, I'm just finally like, I got what I wanted, so now I can accept other weird shit. 
and I still can't really say it because, I'm, but it's like I, I feel like now definitely I can say it's the latter because I'm just like I like Gotham even though it's batshit insane doesn't follow the comics at all like but like whatever like yeah. it's an interpretation of Batman and if you don't keep fucking with the characters then it's just gonna get fucking stale and boring eventually yeah. because what the fuck like you have to have shit like the Clone Saga for Spider Man or else you wouldn't know the Clone Saga didn't work. Like, yeah. How many times can you tell the same story before people get bored? Or exactly. you tell a different story and people get pissed. You can't win. Like when people, um, like we're freaking out about like uh, when like Dan Slott was doing Superior Spider-Man uh, a couple of years ago. And they uh, were like Doc Ock was Spidey. Like they killed Peter off and they had Doc Ock as Spidey. And everybody was like losing their shit. I'm like... How much story is there to tell of path they're on, man? Like, well, that's like, and now that's supposed to be one of the better Spider-Mans of all I time. Like, yeah, well, that's like the introduction of female Thor, at least in the comics that they were trying to do. Everybody flips shit, and it's like, how much can you do with this one god? Like, let them rotate it through, let them change it up. Well, I'm saying it's like, especially if you have like, it clearly like, you have writers who have like a big like long-term plan they're not doing it just to like shake shit up mm -hmm. they're doing it because they have a fucking plan in mind because what the fucking do it's like that's like, and like that's the thing i thought was funny like when i was a kid like I, i've talked about this before where like um when i was a kid like there was a different green lantern than hal jordan there was kyle Rayner. oh yeah, yeah yeah different flash than barry allen there was wally west like there was a different green arrow than oliver queen it was connor hawk and that's what i grew up with and like aquaman with the cool hook hook hand and shit and my dad was just like, that's not the real version of these characters. I'm like, but it is to me. Like, that's the thing is like, just because it's not to you does not mean that it's not to me. I'm entertained by it. I love it. Mm -hmm. So how can you say it's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Continuing on. We got, we pulled off on that for a minute. Uh, so Deadpool, Suicide Squad, tied for third and fourth spot is Civil War and Batman versus Superman. fucking opinion. Let's point that In out. In my opinion. Oh, sorry. This is my list. Yes. Uh, tied for third spot is Batman vs. Superman and Civil War, because they were both awesome. I love Batman vs. Superman, but I admit the Civil War is a, is probably, like, a better film, so to speak. But, that's, I don't want to talk about those right now. And then next would prob, and then fifth and sixth would be tied as well, because I really enjoyed X-Men Apocalypse, and Doctor Strange was phenomenal. My only beef with Doctor Strange was that I wanted, okay, so... You'll hear me talk over and over again because I still haven't watched Game of Thrones. I still never finished Breaking Bad. I've still never seen The Wire. There's so many phenomenal shows I haven't seen because I can't sit through an hour of a television show that often. It's just not what I do. But when it comes to movies, give me more than an hour and 45 minutes. Doctor Strange just fell short for me. That's my I mean, only beef. But honestly, I'd rather be left wanting more than be like... Yeah. Like, I've used the example before of like the first Hobbit movie. Oh my god! Hobbit movies. I went to the midnight show, which also, in fairness, a midnight show for that was probably a mistake in the first place. Because I was by like the two thirty mark. I'm like, I just want to go. I don't care. Will the goblins just kill them? Oh my god! That okay? I am not one to start being a stickler for book to movie adaptations because we've already just referenced it before. Everyone has their own version. That's fine. But that movie pissed me off. So bad right. because I just read the book like for the very first time, like a few months before on our flight home from my honeymoon. I just read the book and I just watched that movie. I got, I legitimately got red faced angry yeah, and some, Franny was like, things, chill out. Some it's things just don't translate well to screen and then other things would just be boring no, no, to no, watch. No. They translated almost the whole book perfectly and then we're just like, here, let's shove a few more fucking things that make absolutely no sense down your throat. 
Yeah, well, I think it's to try to carry it together, especially to transition to a no, movie. No, it's Peter Jackson movies. saying, I want more money. I've, <laughs> ah. no, was, was Peter Jackson being like, I literally want to shoot everything that ever happened in Middle Earth. <laughs> like, he literally took everything. that happened He grabbed the Silmarillion, flipped through the page, and was like, what can I add to this? Huh, because like Radagast, not really in The Hobbit at all. Only yeah. like a brief mention when, when Gandalf's talking about, uh, I can't remember the scene, but he's talking to the elf about the bad guy, and he only mentions Radagast for a second. And in the movie, they're like, nope, full bit part. Put him in this. Super important. We need him. Talking talk about those, talk about those movies. One of the hot actors right now, like like on their Hansel. Game. That no, Hansel's well, so hot. No, right I mean now. he's talked about Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, no, The Hobbit. Good. Yep. Uh, I watched Imitation Game. I don't know if anybody's seen. Oh, that here. Benedict that was like Cumberbatch. That's yeah, what yeah. you're going. Benedict Cumberbatch is on his game this year. He Yo, is. It. Have you heard his impersonation of Alan Rickman? <laughs> it's so good. One it's thing, so like, the thing with Benedict Cumberbatch is like I think I, I, t- I talked about it on our Doctor on our Church of Change podcast, like it's a punk series one, but I was like. It's literally the only time in my life that, like, I've actually done, like, kind of, like, I mean, I've been doing since I was, like, I don't know, like, 10 years old, like, who would play what in a movie, and, like, literally, like, I want to say it was, like, five, six years ago, I was watching, uh, my brother finally forced me to watch Sherlock, and I was, like, if they ever do Doctor Strange, like, that fucking dude should be Doctor Strange, and he was, like, yeah, actually, that's not bad, and I never thought it was actually going to happen, because nothing I ever say ever happened, (laughs) and then they were, like, Talk about like Joaquin Phoenix. I'm like, okay, whatever. And it was just like talk about Jared Leto, and I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I was like, and then oh they yeah. They started swinging to Benedict Cumberbatch. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then like they actually announced he was officially cast. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I think one of the first things. Ever. One of the first things I really noticed him is when they put him in. Uh, was it Star Trek? Yeah, he the, yeah. He was the bad guy. He was Khan. Well, bad Khan. guy. Yeah. No, no but he's yeah. he's too good of an actor. <laughs> too good. He needs to die of cocaine or something now. No, don't you say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. You, I mean, if you even if you haven't watched Sherlock, you should because it starts again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The uh, fourth series finally comes out. I just gotta uh, start Dirk Gently. Yeah, yeah, Patrick. Or I, I mean, Phil's maybe. gonna start watching Dirk Gently because we sure. are gonna record that next. Me and you are. I really want to talk about that. Me and Franny have one episode to go, and that show is so good. And then speaking of phenomenal <laughs> movies, I still haven't seen Rogue One, but I heard it's like one of the best movies of 2016. Last thing, the thing about Rogue One is like. I actually was talking about this last night with uh, Lucas Vanskoy, which if you ever hear is this, what's up, bro? Uh, um, <laughs> and like, <laughs> where I was just like, um, he and I both did the same thing. We left the theater and we we're just like, I mean, yeah, it was it was good. And then like, the more we kind of talked about it with people and like people who really loved it, or whatever, we kind of both came to be like, yeah, it actually was really fucking good. Like it well, was like, I, I heard it was good I, even I, for non. Yeah, I asked Patrick this. Uh, Kevin Smith got to see it before everyone else because he's fucking Kevin Smith. Hey, by the way. Kevin Smith, give us a job. We're still waiting to get on the Smodcast Network. Um, he uh, he put out and said it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, kind of just endorsed. Gifted punksters endorsed by Kevin Smith. Um, no, we he said uh, on a tweet, and then also I listened to one of his podcasts. He talked about it that it is as good, which Patrick disagreed, but maybe as time goes on, it'll get there. As good as Empire Strikes Back, which I. Have never seen any of the original Star Wars or yeah. the seventh one or Rogue One, but I have seen I just, the prequels, so heard... my knowledge is vast. Okay, <laughs> I just What's heard that? as it was Definitely structured. I just heard as it was structured and how the story played out, which I haven't seen it yet. 
that it was not only a great Star Wars movie, but one of the best movies. Because it's a standalone. You don't have to have seen Star Wars to watch Rogue One, they said. No, I mean, I'm not saying it's not, because I do, as I say, it's it's kind of like my whole thing is like, the more I think about it, the more I like it, but I'm just like, it's like, like first off, to make more money. (laughs) It's, well, in my head, it's just like a matter of like, before these movies even come out, because I had the same problem with The Force Awakens. Mm Mm-hmm. Where it's like I have a very specific idea of what I'm going to get in my head, and then I see it in the theater. I'm like, that's not what I saw. Like, that's <laughs> not at all what I pictured. Like, well, what the fuck did you do? And then I think about it more, or I see it again. And I'm just like, oh, like okay. So they didn't go where I would have gone, but they did a glorious job. Like yeah. it's not like like it's like I was like I would definitely. I mean, it just, it's not Empire good, but like I would say, like I would put it. I mean, it's it's towards the top of the pack. It's like, it's a new hope. Good. I would say it's just a, a little hope. bit less. Okay. Well, I mean, I have to watch a new hope, so I'll learn as time goes on. Which, actually, speaking of that, is the perfect time for me to start watching Star Wars movies because, like I said, I've seen the prequels. I saw one, two, three in order. Now I can watch Rogue One. Then I can watch a new hope. Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and and uh, uh, whatever the seven ones was called. I can go in perfect chronological order and it be 100% fresh to me. How many people can have that happen who aren't born within the past few years? One thing I've actually, I've told people, I actually had this argument at work the other day because this girl that I worked with was just watching Star Wars for the first time and I was like, Everybody always says watch four, five, six, and then like one, two, three. I was like, I disagree. I feel like you should go one, two, three, four, five, six. Like yeah, I'm just like fuck I always... those guys. Yeah, there's a lot of different orders, and they have different names for every order to watch them and stuff. Yeah, it's fuck like, all those guys. Watch this, this, and go this. Skip and... this one. It's not worth it. Watch <laughs> this, this, and this. It's like I don't know. I just watch it how they came out. Like everybody else in the world yeah. that did it, and then if you're disappointed or you like it, then whatever. Yeah. No, I I enjoy it. So obviously the prequels, everybody has a big problem with. The first movie, Phantom Menace, you cannot tell me anything was good in it. As a Star... No, no, I don't care. As not being a Star Wars fan at all... Awesome. The last movie... Okay, okay. Starts and there's like the three way dance lightsaber battle. Okay, that's fucking fantastic. Fine, because Darth Maul was really cool, and everybody claims they want him back, which I don't blame him. So, okay, besides that, the first movie was even for me, who's not a movie guy or a Star Wars guy, was just awful. The second and third one, I really enjoyed. I don't care that they're not as good as the originals. I haven't seen the originals, and I like those movies. Uh, I feel like was... the fifth is actually is better than Return of the Jedi. It's very, very close, but I feel like it's a little bit better. Well, because there was an article asking Ewan McGregor to come back and do a Obi-Wan movie because he was awesome. That final scene where uh, Anakin's dying, burning, and he has his monologue where he's telling, you were the chosen one! I loved you! He's freaking out. That was amazing. That was really good acting, a really good scene. He apparently wants, he actually, it was him that actually said it. He was just like, He's like, I feel like there's a lot, there's there's story to be told between three and four. And he's just like, it was 60, I'm 40. I was like, I can do two of them. <laughs> it was just like, I'm down with that, Ewan McGregor. Like, if you want to do it, I'm down. <laughs> uh, what are some other stuff that went on? I got to see Miss Peregrine's School for the Gifted, what was I that called? I liked that. For you the, saw it? Yeah. Oh, did you see the school? Uh, yeah. yeah, I do like, want to. Uh, school for the Gifted Children or something no, like that. Was, uh, I can't remember what it was called. Peculiar. Oh, Miss yes. Peregrine's. School of Peculiar Children or something? I don't know. That, it's something along those lines. I, it was actually good. It's supposed to be yeah. a series of three? It's based off. Yeah, it's based off a the book. Books. They yeah, changed a little three. bit. I, I watched an interview with Tim Burton because I love Tim Burton. He Everything about him is just great for me. And uh, Except he looks a little funky. Got that frizzy Kramer hair. But anyways, uh, yeah, that movie was awesome. It was kind of cheesy. 
kind a little corny. Like it tried to add with Samuel as Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson as the main bad guy. Yeah, I'm a, it tried to add a little bit of like humor and stuff like that, and it worked. But uh, it did have moments where I was like, "That's come on, dude, that's corny." But overall. Yeah, I I put it at some of the better movies which, I saw this year. Which I'll really say a big theme this year is uh like time and and time loops and stuff. Yeah, like that. that's a that's a big common recurring theme. Which is, I'm not mad. Dormammu, I, like I come to offer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so good. That scene I did not expect at all, and I absolutely loved it. Best part with that was Benedict Cumberbatch versus Benedict Cumberbatch because they actually got him to play one of my. He was Dormammu's Dorm- voice. Yeah, yeah. He was also that's motion awesome. captured. Oh um, wow, I did not know that. But yeah, um, Dormammu is actually one of my favorite Marvel villains. Like, since I was a kid, there's even characters I didn't like the heroes, but I liked their villains. Mm-hmm. Like, the first example being Loki, where, like, when I was a kid, I did not get Thor at all. I was just like, whatever. And then, like, when I was an adult, I started to get, like, I started to understand why Thor was cool. Thor's um, like the typical girl's gonna drool over this guy. Yeah. You know, oh, what a hunk. He's basically the lumberjacks of fucking space. He's a blonde me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he's just a blonde me. Let's go okay, with that. Yeah. yeah, that's basically what it is. Well, I'm saying, like, is it, I, mean, just, I always thought he was just boring as shit, but I always thought Loki yeah, was really cool. Yeah, he was like part of the Joker. <laughs> and then, like, um, Dormammu, I always thought was fucking awesome, even though I never gave a shit really about Doctor Strange until I was older. Mm-hmm. And it's like so I like so I managed to get in the Marvel Cinematic Universe two of my favorite villains like almost right off I, the bat. I really hope they bring him back in his like fiery demon form. Well, they have to. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they have to. Yeah, that'll be cool. What else? What other movies did we see this year? What did you see this year, Pat? Um, I mean, the um, the one of the ones that made my top five list that we you I don't think you, either of you have seen. So I don't know how much discussion there would be about it. But uh, Green Room. Uh, oh, I saw that with you. Me and you watched that together. We did. Okay, so I thought. I haven't seen it. <laughs> But yeah, that was amazing. Oh, dude, that know. movie is metal as shit. Like, <laughs> to quote, to quote Kevin Smith, man, 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 man. Like they're chopping hands and his wrist is dangling. There's Patrick Stewart's a Nazi. Oh man, Johnny that movie has it all. When you say green room, all I picture is the old cube. What, what, what Patrick? They prefer alt right. Okay, sorry. Yeah, he's an alt right guy. <laughs> he has a Trump pin. No, not political. No. Okay, so that movie basically gist of it is um, Anton Yel- Yelchin. Yelton. Yelchin. 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 Uh, it's his last movie, not counting Star Trek. Right. It's his last like lead role. Yeah. Yeah. He is in a punk band. They go to this this gig. I'm not going to worry about too in depth details. They go to a gig. They watch. A, they see a girl Spoiler get. Spoiler alert! Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> they see a girl get murdered. They get locked in a room. Patrick Stewart runs the bar and basically is like, "We're gonna kill all these guys so that no one knows what happens." And you watch that unfold, and holy shit, Damn. it happens instantly. It's not like a buildup. It's like an hour and a half, hour and forty five minutes of just nonstop suspense. So it's like we're gonna cover up this murder by murdering anybody yep. who saw it. And <laughs> the way they do it with dogs and machetes and stuff. Oh, oh dude. I can't even. Oh, it gets you going. It get, it's a very good movie. What was the other one you were gonna say? Um, I mean, oh, fuck. Now I forget. Um, I mean, actually, I could say actually, uh, I really actually like start. A lot of people have shit on Star Trek Beyond too. Oh, we saw that uh, in theaters together. I. Yes, we did. It was no, the was first this year. Yeah, it was the first Star Trek I had ever seen of the new movies, and it was awesome. It was yeah. corny and quick, but it was awesome. What I'm saying, it's 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 fun, and like that's the thing is like. This like the first movie was like it was it was the perfect mix of like kind of of that that like the tone was perfect. Whereas the second one was kind of a little bit too like kind of dark and dour and serious. And this one is probably a little bit too fun. 
But, I mean, I'm okay with that after fucking how dark the last shit got. Like, where Kirk fucking died. <laughs> like, see? I mean, he gets brought back to life. <laughs> Spoiler but. alert. Didn't I see got, it. <laughs> I just said he got brought back to life. Because uh, obviously you saw the third movie. So. Yeah, no, that's fair. I did. <laughs> he was clearly alive for that one. <laughs> but, yeah, like, yeah, uh, I mean, that's, that's some dark shit. <laughs> uh Zootopia, I saw that. That was all right. It was it was good. It was a Disney movie. What do you want? The sloths were the best part, hands down. They were hilarious. What was the sloth's name? Flash or something like that? He works yeah, in that movie. was good. Yeah, that was, that was a funny movie. That was definitely a kid movie. It was. Seen. I thought it was better than Finding Dory. Didn't really like Finding Dory. I, I disagree. It. You Finding didn't Dory? see Finding? Oh. I did not see Finding Dory, but I am a big Ellen DeGeneres fan. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the thing. Finding Dory is actually one of my favorite movies of the year, and that is coming from somebody who did not really like Finding Nemo that much. Like I always thought Finding Nemo was okay, but I saw Finding Dory, and not only like while I was watching it, I was like, "This is fucking amazing!" And then like at the very end of it, I fucking I cried like a child. I, was really <laughs> <dead>. like, <laughs> I, I cried like a hungry. My baby. my problem with Finding Dory, and of course, this is the silliest thing to ever say. The first movie was, in the terms of shit we don't know underwater, was like cute, realistic. Like, hey, look, fish are people, or fish have personalities, and they're doing all this stuff underwater. The second movie was like, oh, no one notices this octopus wheeling around this baby car. Oh, and they're driving a truck, and they're doing like it was just too absurd. Even though that can't happen in an animated movie about talking fish, it felt. I it, I, I don't know. It felt too absurd compared to what I was used to. There's things that I will accept. <laughs> like, it's just like, I don't like musicals generally. Love but, like, with the fucking teacups, if it's a fucking teacup singing, I can accept it because I'm like, well, that's <laughs> not gonna, the teacup wouldn't be talking in the first fucking place. So, it's singing is not that fucking frightening to me. Whereas, like, so it's like, once I'm accepting talking fucking fish, like, <laughs> I'll kind of go with the story they're telling me. Like, <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> new Ghostbusters came out. Patrick, you said it was all right. I didn't, I didn't see it. it. No. I heard it was all right. I, I yeah, that's the thing. Is it like, I feel like it was like, it was. Do I think it was unfairly shit on? Yes, but it was like when I first finished it, I was like, because like I was with my roommate and he was just like, he's like that was awesome, and I was like, was it? <laughs> he's just like, he's like, what didn't you like about it? I'm like, it's not that I didn't. It's not like I disliked anything. I just didn't feel anything at all. I was like, there yeah. was no high or low. It was just kind of like it was there. It was there for an hour and a half, and like it made me want to watch one again. Like yeah. I was just like, hey, I've seen a Ghostbusters movie that was really good. What was that called? Oh, yeah. Ghostbusters. I'm going to watch that. How's that sound? We're never going to watch this again. Never <laughs> was, again. Fuck this shit. It's a good segue to hopefully brief so we can get off of movies. For oh, yeah. Bit. We like, got a lot of movies. Worst movies of 2016. One of them I'm just going to put out there was, uh, oh, what was it? I'm just thinking of it with Ghostbusters. Oh, I'm going to totally blank on it. You now. can't segue us without segue. Yeah, I know. Name you know, <laughs> another bad movie before I... Uh, I actually... Every movie I saw, I relatively enjoyed. Uh, really? I didn't see Fantastic Beasts, but I wanted to. Patrick's that not was, a Harry Potter guy. We know that. I'm going to get him there. It's my favorite story. Like, it is... I love... I think it's very interesting. Obviously, comic books. Patrick's got me into hardcore. I love comic books. I love uh, all of the Lord of the Rings. I love... All of, what was the other one that I'm blanking on? Doesn't matter. Harry Potter is number one for me for, like, stories. For, like, overall story runs. Kevin, the basic white bitch. I can't <laughs> shake it. It's so good. And I'm going to get Patrick there. I'm going to get him on Well, it. no, I mean, that's the thing. Is like, I'm not, like, I'm glad. Okay. It's not like I'm against it. Cause, a, I read the first book and I did like it. But, I, like, I, I watched the movies and was like... I don't really care, but I'm watching it. It's like the thing that I'd heard once um, Garth Ennis talk about. 
Ugh. Did you ever read like? Shouts his, out to um, Garth Ennis, or no, uh, Steve Dillon, by the way. Yeah, Steve Dillon passed. Um, but Garth Ennis, like, um, if you read his a lot of his like Marvel work, even his DC work, usually the way he treats superheroes is very like if you fucking read the boys, is very like fucking like kind of almost as a joke. Actually, sometimes in some cases as a joke. And like he, I've seen him in interviews. People ask him like why he does it. And he's like, okay, if you grew up with superheroes, you had this like thing in your head where you kind of had them on this pedestal and like this whatever. Oh, like if you discover them as an adult, you're like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like why is that guy dressed up like a bat? Like blah blah blah. It's like he looks like a moron. Like it's like Wolverine. He's clearly gay and like repressing <laughs> his sexuality. I was like. I don't share it, but I'm one of the kids who grew up on comics. So, like, I obviously don't share it, but I do understand it. Same thing with Harry Potter, where it's like, I watch Harry Potter as an adult. I'm just, yeah. like, watching them as films. I'm like, some of these are good. Some of these are <laughs> god-awful. Like, I was just like... We'll get you but, there, buddy. We'll get you there. <laughs> so yeah, I have no problem with them. If somebody, if somebody I had, like, been, like, if somebody had been here... And then, like, do you want to go see Fantastic Beasts? I'd be like, whatever. Like, I'll, I would have gone. Yeah. But it, was, it wasn't the kind of thing I would have gone to, like, on my own volition. So oh, like, did you, do you want to talk about your thing? Because Patrick has seen that movie. Oh, I haven't actually seen it. But this is just from what I've heard. Uh, and I'm, I think I'm too much of a fan of the first one to ever go see this one. But that was Independence Day. And I heard that was one of the worst movies of 2016. Yeah, it was pretty much as bad as you'd think. Of, I mean, okay. I will say, I mean, I had a good time with it. Like, we watched it. But that's the reason we didn't record a podcast after that one. Because usually, we, like, on Gifty Puncture, we do, like, specials after, like, yeah. big movies. That one, we were just like... No. <laughs> what the... What, what's even the point? But both of us were just like, it is what it is. Like, it was fun. And it was, like, it looked cool in 3D. But I was like, the characters sucked. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it just, like, I just, I was just like... And it was, like, it was just so over the top. I think it was funny. Like, the little bit at the end that Kevin was like, what? I was like... Now you're pointing out leaps in logic. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I could have done that from the first five fucking minutes, but I didn't. Because I'm just like, whatever. I just went with it. Like, you can't suddenly just fucking be like, oh, it's like, it's like you're getting a like fucking blowjob from a dude that also like, what? I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gay not about getting your dick sucked, Pat. Right? That's just a fact. Nothing <laughs> gay about saying, it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that, it's not like I'm like anti. Like, it's like, I'm in no way homophobic. I'm just saying it's like the thing. I'm just like. If you're gonna go with it, just fucking go with it. Like, yeah. about it. Let like, it you, either, you either go homo or you don't. There's no family. Uh, I'm not a homophobe. I'm a homo friend. Okay, Patrick. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> no, it's just a fun. All right, so that's enough of movies. Let's talk. Uh, we got that's about. New, the oh, new hold on. Patrick's got one more. No, yeah, I got a segue. Um, you guys, you have yours. You keep that in your heads. Um, but yes, yeah, I was talking about comics briefly. I will point out Ooh. that like. One of the things this year that was really fucking depressing is Civil War Two, which literally only existed because like Axel Alonso has as taking since he has taken over as Marvel editor in chief, is all about deciding to like basically goose like whatever is popular like whatever is like whatever has name value mm-hmm. and try to get money out of that, which why no event he has done since becoming editor in chief and there has been many there has been a myriad um, like one every been, year right. Oh, dude, there's sometimes been, like, two a year. <laughs> they kind of go from event to event to event. Sometimes it's, like, there's still one going on when the next one happens. Like, it's, it's fucking insane. Every fucking year they do a whole reboot, though, where it's just, like, all new, all different. <laughs> like, and it's just, like, that's cool. I was enjoying the book that I was having that was the same book that I was reading, and now you're telling me that I can't have that. I have to have the new version. Fuck you, <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> like, 
But I will say, this is the first year since um, DC did Infinite Crisis. So I think it's been like almost 10 years exactly that uh, I feel like DC ruled because DC um, did the Rebirth event. Where basically they did a big uh, reboot, but it basically undid a lot of the shit about New 52 that I hated. Because my main problem with New 52 was like they never they, – they were always like, this universe has been around for five years. But they couldn't really cherry pick like what they like what happened and what didn't, mm-hmm. and it's like it's impossible to be like okay. And, and they would kept they kept fucking flipping back and forth too, where it was just like it's like Superman died. Well, maybe he didn't. Like, <laughs> it was like, and it was just like the like the Batman and stuff. Like, I mean, really good stuff came out of New Fifty Two. Don't get me wrong. Like, um, Ruck, or, I'm sorry, um, Sunner's Batman run was amazing. Um, Oh yeah, I just like, read a bunch of that this year. I got to read Endgame and uh, Death in the Family and Zero Year. What yeah. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This. Yeah. It was awesome. His Batman. Right? Yeah. That's the thing. Like that. That came out of that. And like Francis Menopole's Flash Room, which is the first time I've really been invested in the Flash in a long time. There's been there was good shit that came out of it. There was just like a lot of shits like this is confusing. It doesn't make any fucking sense. So basically, what they did was they basically like it's still the New Fifty Two universe technically, but they kind of streamlined it. Where basically it's like. We don't. We like this Superman about as much as you like this Superman. So we're bringing back the old '90s Superman, <laughs> and everything happened to that '90s Superman. We're ignoring the weird emo alien from the films. Was our Superman for a minute? This is the Superman that you have. We're gonna kill that one off. This is the one. Isn't and that like, also a big thing that's separate between the two? Like DC's movies, shows, and comics are all different, whereas Marvel's just trying to like be one brand. Yeah, because that was the thing, and that, and that drives me fucking insane. Is that um. Like, DC, like, when they first did the whole thing of, like, why, when they were doing their new movies, that it was going to be, um, like, a different Green Arrow and different Flash, whatever. And then, like, Jeff Johns, like, they asked Jeff Johns, he's like, it's the multiverse. And I was like, you know what? That's a good call. And I was just like, you know what can top Infinity War? If they do Christ on Infinite Earths. We're like, and you have both Flashes? You have Gustafson and that other dude from Perks of Being a Wallflower in the same movie? I don't know his name, sorry. <laughs> What's the thing? Is like, and that, I, actually, I actually liked, he, his, his enthusiasm was similar to yours just now, which made me really happy. Uh, the kid who plays um, the Flash in the movies now, um, they were asking him about it. Like, it's like he's not playing, whatever. Like, it's like, the multiverse like we can have like we can have a race like it's just like it's gonna be like we, we have all these possibilities and i was like that's awesome because that's the thing that marvel drives me nuts where it was like well marvel universe is a black nick fury so we have to kill off white nick fury and make <laughs> that nick fury i was just like why like just so like some like four-year-old won't be conf- like i was like they'll fucking figure it out i did like i like i walked into x-men with like fucking like 30 years of continuity and i was just like whatever like i just jumped into it like and you pick deal it up with it. and so you start did. exactly Huh. And that's well, what that's... drives me nuts, is that Marvel has tried to make everything, like, new reader friendly, which just is annoying as fuck. So I'm just like, just fucking just let people learn shit. Like, that was the most fun part when I was a kid, was it was like, you know shit that other people don't. So you, you're enjoying something that they don't get to. It's like, whereas, like, now, it's like, I get that you want people that, that if they just walked out of Civil War, they want you want them to pick up a copy of Civil War 2 off the shelf and be like, yeah... Which, granted, it's a piece of shit, so that's a problem, too. But <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, that's the thing. It's like, that's what drives me nuts. I'm, like, it's cooler that, like, that DC is, like, willing to take chances and just kind of be, like, okay, this is this fucking, like, let's see if this works. Like, and, like, so far, Rebirth pretty much has. Like, I haven't read all of it. And I do hate the weekly aspect of it 
just because it's like I keep getting normally if I get like a couple of high, couple of months behind on a book, I'm like behind two issues. Yeah. If I get two months, I've gotten like three or four months behind some of these books. I'm like, I'm never gonna catch up on this shit. Like, I have like twelve <laughs> issues to read. I'm never gonna read this. Like, I want to read more Wonder Woman, but I don't even know where to start at this point. I'm so fucking far behind. I feel like I have to start from scratch again. Might as well. But at that yeah. Point. Uh, all right, so yeah, you mentioned the Flash, so I'm gonna segue into TV shows, and I'm gonna bank on you guys. You guys, both of you, watch much more TV than I do. I am pretty much like, I turn on my TV and I watch The Office, and that's not like, a, hey, I'm in it right now. That's like the last seven years of my life. I just watched The Office, but this year I watched The Flash, which is phenomenal. I'm trying to get Philip to watch more because he didn't really like it at first. Dude, I actually haven't watched a lot Dude, of superhero oh, shows. Season two of The Flash will change your definition of what a superhero TV show is. It is just perfect. Oh, and then I Daredevil? Saw, he doesn't that. like Fuck. Daredevil! He doesn't like Daredevil! I did oh, not like the beginning. I did not see a lot of it. But oh, I did not like Daredevil the season two and Luke Cage? Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm going to bring it down. I'm going to bring it down. So I'll just say my quick piece, which was Flash, I got into this year. I actually, my wife, who doesn't really love superhero stuff, loves the flash and i don't know if it's because she thinks he's hot or because she enjoys the story i'll take it either way because it's very good now patrick you go before i spoil your thunder well i will say that, you know <laughs> it was like the first season of daredevil it's kind of the same problem i i do love it don't get me wrong i do but like i feel like it was almost like they were trying to go so hard in the other direction from like what the ben affleck movie was that's kind of overly dark that was it's problem, pretty like, depressing that's my problem with Batman vs Superman. Like I said, that's like that's why I feel like because um, like, Kevin Cardinal and I have kind of gone back and like I like I like the movie, but I'm like it's suffocatingly dark. And he's like, yeah, but I like that. I'm like, see, that's fine, but I just I don't like that's not my gravitation. Like I would just like, but um, but that's my thing. Is like the second season of Daredevil was way closer to the books I have grown up on, where it's like it's very action oriented, where it's it's dark but not suffocatingly dark. And it's it's like, ominous. It's like it's, it's as perfect as I could have hoped for, and probably a little bit more. Yeah. Like I have a few tiny issues with it, but they really, really might. Season two like, is season two of Daredevil is my favorite Marvel Netflix thing, and probably my favorite superhero thing besides Deadpool to happen this year. No, definitely, I would definitely go with that. And then yeah, and then like I feel like every season of Flash has been um, amazing. Um, this year, Arrow has gotten because Arrow started out as it was. The first season was really, really, like, not good. Second <laughs> season was, was amazing. Uh, third season was okay. Fourth season was not good. This year is the first year of them kind of getting back to being good. And I've actually thought this year has been really good. Um, Legends Tomorrow, last year was kind of wobbly, but this year has been better, I feel like. I still feel like it's a very wobbly show, but it is what it is. It's just starting, too, though. It's got to get yeah. its feet under it, you know? Well, I'm just saying, if you look at, like, uh, Arrow and Flash, like, season two was, like, they are like, kicking the door seasons True. and this one's still trying to find itself i'm like okay if you're not if you can find yourself for two years then just, just fucking stop doing this so there's, there's no reason for this to happen yeah. um but yeah no um but also we haven't seen any more of it and then like um as far as like uh walking dead which i ended up um cause I, I completely lost interest by like season four but i ended yeah, up like I, uh, I gave earl still alive the last thing i saw which was the middle of season three i don't think he's still alive anymore i'm pretty sure he got like he died like two episodes after i stopped watching yeah exactly. which i don't even watch it and i heard about that because yeah. everybody talks about it and that's one of the yeah, reasons i don't watch it is because i don't know i'm so far behind and so many people have watched it that i don't i don't think i could do it anymore. it's an hour long, i told i talked about this earlier i can't watch hour-long shows netflix marvel being the exception 
What's the thing though? Is the thing in Walking Dead is I'd actually been saying for a really long time where I was just like, I'm sticking with this purely for Negan. Because I was like, one day Negan will show up. And I, I, okay, I'm not the hugest fan of the Walking Dead comics, but I'm a huge fan of Negan. Like that character, I've always really, I, since they introduced him, I really liked a lot. So like this year, um, like right, like as soon as they like said last year, the end of last year, they brought in Negan. Um, basically, I'd made a plan that I'm like, I'm going to catch up and I'm going to fucking watch this shit so I can fucking see Negan. And granted, the Negan on the show is not at all how I picture Negan, which really annoys the shit of me. It's still awesome. Like it's, it's still, still a like, good variation. Yeah. yeah, it's still cool. It still makes me happy, but I'm just like, it's not what I wanted. Like it just like, it's like almost. It's I don't, I feel like this is I don't mean. <laughs> This is going to come out really insulting. I really don't mean it to be. Because, um, I mean, I guess other people don't really know if it's an insult. But, uh, like, Nicholson Joker, where, like, a lot of people love Nicholson Joker. I think they're wrong. Um, I like him, but I get what you're saying. I kind um, of agree it, with you. I like him. Shut up. Jack so it's like, is Joker is just... What's I'm saying? So, like, the, this is kind of like... This Negan is kind of like the Nicholson Joker, where it's like, I'm kind of getting what I want, but not really. But it's close enough when I have no other option that I'm like, fuck it. Like, it's the only I, Negan you're going to get for a long exactly. time. Exactly. So it's just like, whatever. Like, I, I live with it the way it is and just enjoy it in the comics still. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then like Luke Cage, which... Oh, uh, man, so good. <laughs> Did you Cardinal watch that put it No, I haven't seen it. I saw Jessica Jones oh. and I loved Jessica okay, yes. Jones. Jessica I Jones also was like, great. like David Tennant a lot. So uh, that was one of the big things for Jessica Jones that I like. Dude, um, watch Luke Cage. It's topical it's sexy it's action-packed but not in the action-packed the way the other marvels is it's literally him i can't even say it's him versus other people it's just other people trying and then there's luke cage <laughs> doing that's well, the whole unless show you're, unless you're fucking dying back okay yes there's 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 like one to two brief moments where you're like oh shit luke cage actually isn't invincible and then immediately goes back to just kidding he is yeah, I, don't, I don't want I don't want to get on a segue about it, but I will say there was a lot of holes. Which I love Jessica Jones, but there was a lot of holes in it as far as where their powers worked and where hey, they didn't. We'll the come, stuff that affected them. We'll do a Marvel Netflix episode. Let's continue on with our shows. Actually, I was the speaking of Jessica Jones. The one thing that annoyed me about uh, Luke Cage was that there was no Jessica Jones appearance. I could literally, everybody was like, yeah. you didn't Jessica Jones appear? I'm like, how do they not? I was like, they banged that- it out so much in Jessica Jones. They were just It's not even just that. In the comics, in Alias. Oh, like, yeah. Luke Cage is an integral part of Alias and the Pulse and basically Jessica Jones the entire time that character has existed, which granted has probably only been like 15 years, but like during the entire time of that character's existence, Luke Cage is like pretty much, you You don't. You really don't ever like speak of one without speaking of the other. And I was like, the fact that I got a full 13 episodes of Luke Cage and never saw her once really fucking pissed me off. Yeah. Because I was like, on a really fundamental level, I was like, that's a susceptible to that character. Even if it's for stupid bullshit reasons of like that Kristen, or Kristen Ritter wasn't available, whatever the fuck it was. I was like, I don't care what the fuck your reason was. I feel like that was a fucking huge misstep and it should have been at least addressed. Like that, that yeah. pissed me the fuck off. They, they reference her a few times, that girl, ex-girlfriend, whatever, but it's nothing major. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I right, one one topic that I don't know if you guys mind. I wanted to hit like some technology that has come ooh. out. Yeah, well, I wait, 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 we wrap wait, real up. quick. We got finish up wrap up shows. Patrick Price was more, and I want to hear about Westworld. I was gonna say that was like that's perfect transition to that. So we did yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> we're going to Westworld. This the, you're the only one who's seen it. Tell us what it is. 
I well, uh, no, I've seen half of it. Oh, and Patrick's seen so, six so episodes. So, for people who haven't, I don't want to give anything away, but for people who haven't seen it, it's a very, um, it's kind of one of those movies based on the, the Turing test, just like a lot of, or shows that's based oh, on the Turing test, just oh. like a lot of movies these days, like X, X I was going to say, like Ex Machina. Um, the Imitation Game, obviously, was based on, haven't seen it. on Adam Turing, the guy who made uh, the Turing test. Yeah. Um, but basically, you know, people pay, I think it's, it's uh, they say the amount, it's like $40,000 a day uh, <laughs> to go into this park, you know, a lot like Jurassic World, kind of. Um, but the the attraction is it's it's a west a western themed park where the everybody else in the world is a uh, host, which is basically an AI robot. Um, but their robots designed to the fact that they are bones, uh, artificial blood. They are as oh, as so ever bit as human as we are, except for their brains are these microchips that are actually. Far more capable than us, but they're very they they limit them. They basically put a governor on them, so they can't they can't get too smart. Um, uh, but everything they say is scripted, and the whole thing is based on like. Uh, well, there's a movie, isn't the whole show based off a movie? I'm not. I'm not actually sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, but it was Michael Crichton, the guy who wrote and directed oh. that. He also wrote Jurassic Park. Yeah. And I think it's funny because it's just he like he did the sphere. Really? Yes. But it's funny, he, has a, he seems to have like an obsession with the idea of like a park where things go horribly wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just his go-to, okay? Don't, it's, it's... Yeah, so the, so the premise is that these, these hosts, quote-unquote, start, um, uh, start exhibiting signs of uh, consciousness, you know, like self-thinking. Um, but every time you think one has self-thinking, they, they go back and they're like, they're like, no, someone programmed you to do this or, or whatnot. Um, and then they leave a couple loopholes where it's like, did they did they program them to do this? Or was this that an excuse? What? And then the other question is, who is programming them to do a lot of this stuff? And that that comes up a lot. Um, and it's another it's another show that that does the whole timeline thing where there's different timelines that cross, Ooh. and you're like, you'll see two characters that are the same person, but at different times, and you won't know it because they'll go by different names, or you won't, or they won't refer to their name. And then when they connect, you're like holy shit yeah, that is that, that person that show that show blew up in like the last month though. Yeah. i didn't hear about it at all until that's like three the, weeks ago the and then second, all of a sudden everyone's like west world that's because the second <laughs> half of the show I, I will admit the first half of the show or the first couple episodes are kind of slowed and getting into it's a it's a wet you know you're like oh this is going into a western thing um and they don't really introduce a lot of the background of the park until later um, i was like a i like westerns yeah B, I like one of my favorite movies ever is Blade Runner, which is incredibly slowly paced yeah. and also deals with AI. So like for me, I have to watch Blade out. Runner. Still haven't seen it. I'm going to watch it because I know the new one's coming out with Ryan uh, Gosling and I love me some Ryan Gosling. Well, well, I think it's funny. It's my, my brother, like when I told him like uh, the West will remind me of Blade Runner, he's just like, fuck you. I was like, you don't think it reminds me of Blade Runner? I'm like, no, I just hate Blade Runner. So I hate that you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, go ahead, Philip. Yeah, it, it's a it's a good it's a good movie or a good show, uh, great show actually. Best show of the year, um, second best show of the year. I would say it's the best show of the year. Are you considering Stranger Things? I am considering Stranger Things, but that that also brings up a big point that 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 Dungeons and Dragons is like making a comeback in the media. Like you have Stranger Things, yeah. I just watched Harmon Quest, which just came out this year. Um, I mean, there's a whole there's a whole slew of things that refer to it. 
Uh, I feel like. I mean, I feel like D and D never really went away. It's just a matter <laughs> no. of like it's just been but in the becoming, background in the dungeons topic, and and such. Yes, yeah, it's, it's becoming a topic amongst the popular media, which is I hate to say that because it's like, but, but it's so mainstream, bro. Is, is a is a you know down in the basement with your friends nerdy thing, you know, and, and it's starting, well, yeah, it's starting to become the topic of mainstream movies and and stuff like that, which is is kind of odd for how long Dungeons and Dragons has been a lot uh, around, but. Well, that's the thing, though. Is like the whole thing is that, like basically, if you consider what we're do- what, what, the kind of the age we're living in now, like the thing that Kevin Cardinal talked about more than once, it's like, and actually, the, the thing that I actually I remember Eli Roth saying because like um, Eli Roth, the guy who directed um, Hostel, he Hostel, uh, Kevin Fever, recently Green Inferno, um, he was like talking about like um, they like when they were trying to do the uh, Revenge of the Nerds remake that got shit canned, they uh, came to him. And they were like, do you have a take on it? He's like, you can't do it. And they're like, what do you mean? He's like, the nerds won, dude. He's just like, <laughs> you have, he's like in the world now. Like all of you making like your favorite entertainment are either, are like, they are nerds making stuff about stuff that nerds like. Mm-hmm. Like the fucking Mark Zuckerberg is like the most rich man in the fucking country. Like based on like basically being a huge, like, like the nerds won. Like the, yeah. the, the, the jocks lost, the nerds won. So it's like, Suck it, Brett thing. Favre. I don't mean that. I love Brett Favre. I take that back. I want to throw a play catch with you someday. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the whole thing is, like, the D&D thing is, like, A, it's kind of mining that, where it's just like, hey, like, it's another thing, nerds, like, we could make money off that. Yeah, we could tap into this new this new gold mine over here. Well, not new. This gold mine yeah. that we did, we left, you know? It's like they left this through a pocket. Like, oh, exactly. shit, we ran out of stuff over here. Let's, let's tap into D&D. And then the same and, with but, yeah, yeah, the same with the Warcraft movie uh, that which, which which actually the list I was looking at said it was one of the worst movies. Yeah, the but year, that made well it it made so much money in China. Literally, the profits alone over there are giving it a sequel. I don't remember where I read that, but it was I, like I actually I don't play World of Warcraft uh, anymore. I did play a long time ago, not and I never followed the lore really. But I actually didn't mind the movie. I heard uh, it was our. And, I heard it was whatever. And she didn't mind it. Uh, it was it was definitely a, a, a movie. I mean, it was a movie to watch. It 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 was better if you knew the lore behind it. Um, I know a lot of people who play the game liked it a lot, um, but I liked it just for the entertainment factor. I mean, just like I mean, you look at like Pacific Rim, right? A lot oh, so that good. Was a, a lot of people say that was a horrible yeah, movie, and those people are wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I loved the movie for the entertainment factor. I mean, was uh, the plot the best plot? Probably not. Uh, yeah, it was. The, the movie was awesome. <laughs> Well, the thing is, I think with like uh, with Warcraft, I haven't seen Warcraft yet. I mean, I actually intended to, it's worth but I didn't seeing. get. What I'm saying, I mean, um, the guy who directed it directed Moon and Source Code. I really like his work, so like I'm, da- I definitely think it's gonna be better than Steve Crick. But I think, like as I've said before, the thing that fucking drives me insane about like modern society is literally everything is either the best fucking thing ever or the yeah. worst fucking thing ever. It's there is true. nothing in the middle anymore. Which and that drives me insane. That is the way I dictate 90% of my life, though. I either am all in or all out on almost everything. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, look at the way of the president. We're starting to go to extremists, so it's really... Yeah. Hey, hey, <laughs> politics. Avoiding them. That's what I'm saying. Like, Anyways, like, we, gotta, we gotta kind of wrap it up. So, Oh, no, fuck that shit. No, fuck this. <laughs> We're going... What are you, wait, what are you looking at? You're looking at things. It was my wife. Don't worry. Continue. Okay. Because, um, yes, we had to talk about like Stranger Things slightly more just because, I mean, it, yeah, was, yeah. It, was, it was so good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's spend a few minutes on Stranger Things because Patrick is 100% correct. It's phenomenal. It, 
There was something else uh, that mentioned I, D&D I, this year, but I can't I, remember what it is. I right. don't want to call it better than Luke Cage, but I feel like I have to. It's better than Luke I, Cage. I don't know. I, so if, I, my question is, because they're going to make another... They're going to make another... Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily going to be a Stranger Things sequel. Yeah, or no, no. It's, it's going to be the same director. It's season two. It's but, season two. But I'm curious if it's going to be... Um, I don't know. Have they, have they alluded to anything of what it's about? Because I feel like it's going to be like a... Um, uh, American horror story where it's it's the same actors, different plot. That would be no. Cool. What, the, what they're doing is literally because they were like, basically they're gonna d- basically deal with the fallout of what just happened. Like, because remember at the end of season one when uh, Professor or Professor when uh, Hopper gets in the car and talks to those people and you're like, what's going on here? They're gonna talk about that and stuff. Okay. Like if you if you actually consider it, I've heard it's gonna take like, like a week later. When no one gonna, gonna be like be in it again, I'm guessing. Yeah, because she. She killed it. That, yeah, know, no, right? that was great. She That's wasn't already really super famous, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, That's yeah. Wait. As early as I know, they're gonna have her to be back. But yeah, but from my understanding, basically, it's gonna be like basically like the next week. Because basically, the whole thing was basically this all took place over the course of like a week. Yeah. And then now this fucking town is like kind of sleepy as fuck, and now we kind of have to deal with the fact that you just had a telekinetic and monsters and like all this shit and like a multiple murders dying yeah <laughs> oh and then obviously what happened to the boy he's like he like throws that slug up and he sees the uh the what do they call that the what do they call the, the I, I i called it the underverse but kevin said i was wrong i was like i refuse to call it it's what did called they call the upside down upside, upside down, down yeah. yeah they show him like standing in the mirror and all of a sudden he's in the upside down so well, i like their description they basically took the board the game board right that they were using yeah. or whatever and they yeah. flipped it up <laughs> and like yeah. I thought it. Yeah. I I think it'd be cool to see what was the kid's name. Do you remember the kid that got taken? Will. Will. I think it'd be cool to see him become a demogorgon. Like part of him being stuck in that shit for so long, and him like seeing the the upside down is like, oh snap, he's a demogorgon now, and he starts coming out you. And then the thing with L, like they put with eleven with L, they put the the waffles in the tree or whatever. It, she's still. Oh man. So many yeah, questions. Like, if, you, if you really, if you really want to, like, if you hear my thoughts in depth, I would like then give to puncture. We did an episode about it. Yeah, it was good. Um, one too. But yeah, like my thing is like, yeah, like if I don't fucking like get some solid fucking resolution on the eleven thing, like, well, I'm, they brought like, her, They already said she was, she was. Oh, I know. Casted again and whatnot. But I'm just saying, like, that's because like, I, I think like I kind of by like episode like eleven or twelve, I was like, I kind of figured where the story was going. Yeah. Because I knew that that's what my brain does, and then they took like a fucking hard left turn in like a bunch of ways, and I was like. You motherfuckers. Love that last it. episode was n- with uh, everyone dies. All the bad guys die. Speaking of things that made me like, like talk about finding Dory, like, th- things that made me cry like a woman, like as soon as like Eleven sacrifices herself and just says like goodbye, I'm oh. like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take this. It was, I think the first uh. time that I've like, been that hardcore since like on Doctor Who when um like the Doctor and Rose get like, separated like they get like they're on opposite and like literally like i screamed like no am i screamed like i was just like think, if anyone in my house they probably thought i was being raped but, like, <laughs> one of the big reasons i liked it is it had this comfort factor where it was like a cross between like a steven stephen king and uh and like a uh goosebumps type feel to it uh, that i was like i was like this yeah, is- i think patrick said i heard a lot of the things call it a like it was like what if Steven Spielberg directed a Stephen King story and it was like, oh, Stranger Things? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. Like, yeah. like, I mean, like, I it's a thing I didn't know I wanted. Because the thing is, like, I was excited for it when I first started. Like, I saw like promos for it. Like, uh, I, was, I can't remember how many months it was before, but I was I think, I think like a promo poster, and I was like, that's like 
Stephen King like font like this would be like mm. Stephen King like and then like I saw like the whole like vibe of it was kind of like old school Amblin like Steven Spielberg and I was like oh so basically it's gonna be like this and it was like I mean it's it's very rare that things play to like my sensibilities that well but that that certainly does and I was mm. yeah no I'm super stoked on that show and I can't wait for the next season of that it's probably not gonna be until 2018 I think it was no they said I don't know they when I understand, and this could be total bullshit, um, that they, they started shooting some some stuff basically like as soon as it hit. Like, as well, soon the as kids got, are young; like, you got to keep exactly. going. Like exactly, huh? Well, yeah, that's cool. And and obviously, we just spent an hour and twenty minutes talking about last year. Next year is going to be amazing between movies and shows and all that. Um, but other than that, yeah, I think we can wrap it up and and say that's a good a good spot to end. We'll do. Another podcast, because uh, there's a lot of stuff I still want to talk about. Like I said, me and Patrick did Comic-Con in New York City, which is great. I'd love to do a whole one talking about Marvel. There's so much. There's so much stuff uh, that me and him still have to say. But otherwise, thanks for tuning in with us again. Of, of course, we have been your hosts. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. And we'll thank our guest, Philip, over here for chiming in every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot more to say than I thought I did. But... Yeah, <laughs> we always do. Either way, check us out. We drop them on Friday, so you'll hear another one coming up next week. Otherwise, this has been The Men of the Machine. Have a wonderful night.